Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Welcome back to FST Game Day Edition. On behalf of the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, happy holidays. Merry Christmas, happy new year, all that good stuff. Hope everybody's getting a chance to shut it down a little bit, celebrate these next couple of days. I know we'll be doing that uh, after today. Right, guys? Maybe after tomorrow. We got, we got a Monday nighter, a barn burner tomorrow in Oakland. Can't wait for that on Christmas Eve. Uh, Broncos Raiders. Burn the barn there, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last yeah, game they in might, Oakland. They might, there might be a stadium burning. Though. No kidding. Last game in Oakland. Who uh, knows what those fans are going to uh, do? If I'm security. Yeah, they're tougher than the team. That's a good point. <laughs> I'm a, if I'm security, I might be calling in sick for that one. That's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's not not a fun place to be uh, on Christmas Eve tomorrow night. But uh, Broncos, a lot of rumors about them firing fans. Joseph, we can get all into all that stuff later, but. Um, I did think it was cool that Juju did that, you know, a little a nod to the to the fantasy community, and uh, you know the one th- one thing I'll say too, Jim, about the Titans since we were we were getting it right up against the break, they've won a lot of games pretty ugly, and they've had some head scratchers, you know, beating New England and then coming around and getting crushed by the I guess is the Colts that really blew them out, so. And then the Colts next week. But if they hit that two-point conversion against the Chargers in London, this team's 10-5, and five, and people are probably scratching their heads even more than they are at them being 9-6. and six. But I just think that I think Vrabel's a legit coach, and I think this team is talented. As I've said many times, I had them going to the Super Bowl. I don't think that now, but I'm not going to back off my pick. You know, they might be... They're going to make the playoffs, so I, you know, I just think that, you know, anything can happen in the playoffs. They just do play. I think they have a talented team. It just hasn't all come together yet for them. But as a public service announcement, let's just tell the fans that you picked them to go to the Super Bowl lose. after a night of very, very heavy drinking. I know, even worse, and lose <laughs> to Atlanta. That's my other pick. No, I lose to Atlanta. I had Atlanta lo- beating the Rams in the <laughs> NFC Championship game, and I think I had the Titans beating. I think I had them beating the Pats, but whatever. You were so close. So close. I had, on Atlanta. I had, the, te- I had the Texans in the Rams, and uh, I had I the Chargers in the Rams. I thought after three weeks my Texans thing was was dead, and then all of a sudden they came back. I still don't think they're going to win the AFC, but hey, that's what I thought a few months ago. As far as the Titans go, it's like you know I'm just a stickler on certain things, Mike. So you know I don't say this is a ten and five team if they make that conversion. I don't believe in giving teams credit for what they didn't execute. And I think that's what fair. Turned out to be a bad bad decision. I think it's fair, and but they still have a shot at ten games next week. 
and wins next oh, week. Oh, they do. They do. They do. That's that's a fact. You know, also is the fact that they have nine right now. But and with Juju Smith Schuster, I, I think I think that's I think that's great. You know, I was interviewing Chris Carson uh, a few weeks ago in Seattle, and he just said the same thing. He's I I asked him what he thought about you know fantasy football, and he said, you know, that's another reason I run hard. He said, he, you know, yeah, that's I, cool. I don't want to let down the people who rely on me. That's funny. I, I like that. Look, we all know that. It's tongue-in-cheek, and fantasy football isn't all that serious. You know, some of us are playing for big money and, and all that kind of stuff, but it's it's supposed to be fun, and I, I appreciate the fact that the players have fun with it. I thought Todd Gurley had a right to be like, hey, get off my back. Like, I made the smart football play, and I don't care about your fantasy team. I, I get why he said that, because people shouldn't be giving him a hard time when he made a smart play. Anyway... Um, right, that's, think, how they, that's how they look at it. I've talked to baseball and football players, and, you know, some some athletes will say, I hate it because, you know, when I have a bad game, people will go off on me. But then you know, other players will say, uh, you know, I play fantasy or I understand it, and I, I take it as a compliment. So every individual athlete has, has, a diff, has a different reaction to it. The best story I can go, though, is to, like, baseball, you know, like way, like 20 years ago, and I won't make this a long one. Rondell White he used to play for the Expos. Uh, he said a fan was screaming at him from behind the uh, behind the dugout in Atlanta in a road game that he you know, was killing him on his fantasy team and after he had his second home run you know, he came around the home plate and pointed at the guy. That's awesome. Jim, what, you, did you have a comment to, off of... Uh... No, I, not so much to that, but you talking about fantasy football being fun. Now, I, I have a friend who plays, you know, serious fantasy football and, you know, all the big leagues and does pretty well. And he calls me up last night and, he, you know, he's got a question and he, he wants to talk over about certain players. And, you know, we're, we're talking about it and he goes, oh, and by the way, there, there's no pressure. This is just for $250,000. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, look... Hello. It's become uh, big business, and I'm not, you know, Scotty's got uh, a big game today. I, I'm out of the money in most of my leagues, but I'm trying to make some money back in some consolation games. So, um, you know, my over-under competition that I've been talking about all year is going to really help me out uh, this Christmas season. So, you know, we, we get it. But I want people to have fun with that. I don't like when people bash the players like on Twitter, you know, even if they think they're funny, it's just no. It's like be... all the time I'm saying because, you know, I, I go out and represent this network, you know, with press credentials. I say, you know, don't, you know, don't go over a certain line on Twitter. Don't don't do it on social media. It makes yeah. it makes the fantasy community look bad, and we wouldn't have a hobby if it wasn't for these guys doing what they're doing. Agreed. Uh, so let's to focus back on the Texans. By, by the way, we'll, we'll be a little bit. We understand how serious a week it is for fantasy football players, and we're going to get into all of Scott's rankings, but we'll, we'll uh, have some looser discussions this morning concerning the NFL. One thing on the Texans, 11 of the 14 games versus the Texans' uh, pass defense featured these QBs, so it might give you a little bit of insight as to why they've been so effective defensively. Brock Osweiler, Blaine Gabbert, Blake Bortles, Cody Kessler, Marcus Mariota, Colt McCoy, Alex Smith, Case Keenum, Nate Peterman, Dak Prescott, Eli. I uh, also faced Josh, rookies in Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, and Baker Mayfield. Uh, on deck, it looks like Nick Foles and Cody Kessler again. So it's the uh, easiest schedule of passing offenses faced in 2018. Um, I'll drop a stat on the Bears a little bit later. But it is interesting how, look, you can only play the schedule that's in front of you. We say that all the time. But it has been 
spectacularly easy in some ways and pretty amazing to see that. That tweet was from Warren Sharp at Sharp Football, uh, just seeing who they they faced in opposing quarterbacks, Jim. Yeah, I saw that tweet too. I was laughing every time I read yeah. read a name on there. Look, they they have had the easiest schedule out there. I don't think this is a team that does anything into the playoffs I'm at all. You. I just don't think they have the the power, the weaponry. That offensive line is still hurting. I, I just don't think they have any, any power here whatsoever going into the playoffs. Good for them that they got there. Hey, look, you, you can only play the teams you're given on the schedule. So good for them. You know they've had a good season and take what 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 from it you can but i just can't see this team doing any kind of damage in the playoffs yeah and uh so a little bit on the josh gordon thing uh guys and i know it's been discussed in a lot of different uh areas but it really just happened not even 48 hours ago that we heard this news so you know scott you could approach this from a lot of different angles and i think we all would say that it's unfortunate i think the guy has been open about what he is struggling with uh, from a mental health standpoint and a substance abuse standpoint. He's tried to get help. I don't think he's been callous about it. Um, And he knows as well as anybody that it's a huge opportunity lost. But I'm curious if you think that this could be an opportunity. And look, the collective bargaining agreement is a couple of years away still. But this could be an opportunity for the NFL to be sympathetic to one of their players and uh, bridge the gap a little bit insofar as reaching out to a player that has asked for help and and needs help. Um, They can just abide by the policy, Scott, and just say, well, you're suspended indefinitely and and reapply in a year. Uh, But I just wonder if you think there would be any movement maybe from the NFL to say, look, you've been trying and we'll, we'll try to help you through this. I can only speculate and it won't be accurate because nobody knows what the NFL is true. ever going to decide. So not even the you know, NFL. All, it's, yeah, it's all I can all I can say about it is, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, you know, that guy's a drug addict or a substance abuser. He he brought it on himself. You know, he's a he's a he's a bad member of society. You know, drugs and substance abuse are an illness, and this is this is an illustration of it. You know, a, a lot of times, you know, people just can't can't help themselves. It's, it's a true illness here. I don't think if I had to guess, and I'm just guessing, that they're going to let him back into the league because he just can't handle it. It's high pressure, and he, he just can't handle it. But they may reach out to help him in other ways. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jim, on that front, a lot of people might say something to the effect of, well, I have given him second and even third chances, and everybody deserves a a second or I don't know if you feel like maybe they deserve a third chance but I've said in the past that some guys not Josh but uh, uh, guys that have been involved in criminal activity you know it's okay for you to get a second chance it doesn't necessarily have to be in the NFL so maybe Josh Gordon's next chance will be somewhere else in life Um, but I, I don't know if you have any additional thoughts on this Look, it, it is. It, addictions are just hard for so many people in this country. It, it, you know, it's amazing the amount of number uh, numbers that are involved with addictions, no matter what the type is. Uh, the problem is, you know, one of his addictions, marijuana, um, and you know, hard to count count it as a true addiction, believe me, but it is to some people. The, the problem here is that in half the country now it's legal. The other half it's not. And the NFL, even if they play in states where it's legal, they they don't allow it. Hey, 
and, and I get that. That it's their, you know, it's their league. They can set those policy. rules however they yeah. want. Right. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not debating that. But it, it's just so back and forth in. You know, in society right now, that it's just a hard thing. Maybe the NFL just needs to get past that. Most people consider marijuana a pain reliever, and if anybody needs pain relief, it's football players, especially this time of year. I, I mean, I'm not saying that's what's going on with Josh Gordon. I am not, but the fact of the matter is, it's still out there, and you know, it, it's just become a point where it, it it's ridiculous. It's not a game enhancing drug, no matter how you look at it. It doesn't make you play better in any single way if it helps take pain away why not just get over it and make it legal finally I, I, that's it end of rent yeah there there are 33 states now that have approved marijuana for uh, either broad legalization or recreational use so um clearly we have we've reached already probably a tipping point doesn't necessarily mean that all the other 17 states will come over to the other side, but it's leaning that way. And to your point, Jim, many of those states are states in which uh, NFL teams are playing. So we'll see. I, I just think it's – look, there's a lot of different ways you can ex- explore the Josh Gordon thing. I think if you're the guy out there on Twitter saying uh, he's a punk and he blew his opportunity, I don't think anybody knows that better than him, that he blew yeah, really? an opportunity. and. I, I think it's very obvious that he isn't trying to blow this. I think he's got issues that he's been trying to take care of, including this year openly walking away from the Browns to take care of his mental health. And now in this instance, he's obviously he's being sent away, but at the same time it seems like he was at a point where he was going to walk away from the Patriots as well. Um, I, I don't want to follow it up with, like, hey, pick up Chris Hogan. Thing because it's not appropriate. We'll talk about that uh, when the wide receiver stuff comes up. So um, why don't we get started on uh, the Scott's rankings? We can we can sort of bridge the gap with uh, quarterbacks here uh, at the, the beginning of this segment and then uh, go, or the end of this segment and then go into the next one. So uh, without further ado, you can find these rankings on RotoExperts.com. Under the exclusive edge package, Scott Angle doing these rankings each and every week. They're either deluxe rankings this year, Scott, where we've added in a, a little they're extra free note. Today. Oh, they're free. Boom. So go yes. there, right there. We'll tweet it out maybe during the break. Uh, Scott's rankings. So you can take a look at them. Uh, Pat Mahomes comes in at number one on the QB scale at Seattle. Uh, tougher assignment for him, but uh, Scott has him there at number one. Andrew Luck comes in at number two versus the G-Men. Uh, I like that a lot, even though Marlon Mack's been... Uh, running the ball really well, I, I think uh, Andrew Luck has a real opportunity today. Ben Roethlisberger comes in at number three. Drew Brees at number four. Russell Wilson at five. Matt Ryan at six. Baker Mayfield at seven. Trubisky at eight. Josh Allen at nine. And Lamar Jackson, <clears throat> he came in at number ten. Probably probably won't get there uh, in, in the top ten. Uh, but, uh, Jim, any thoughts there uh, of those ten players? Well, I like Luck as, as well this week against the Giants. I mean, uh, nothing to bash the Giants. I, I just think they lost out Alec Ogletree this week again. Landon Collins, of course, on IR. Two of their mainstays on defense uh, after losing Snacks Harrison earlier, the other mainstay on defense. So I think Luck is going to have his way. Look, Giants have been playing good against the pass all year. I, I just don't think it's going to happen this week against Indianapolis in Indianapolis uh, with, with them playing for a lot to play for. I just think they're going to come in and carve up the Giants. Scotty? 
Anything to add? Yeah, the Giants are actually actually 11th against uh, opposing fantasy quarterbacks and haven't allowed two touchdown passes in the last four weeks. Uh, you know, that is against Philadelphia, Chicago, Washington, Tennessee. Not great quarterbacking. I think they face better quarterbacking this week. And, uh, you know, Marlon Mack is a danger to, uh, you know, to control the game flow there, but he can't. You can't predict the game flow, and Andrew Luck has played like a, an elite fantasy QB one most of the year, and you have to go, you have to rely on him this week. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I got a quick question for you guys before we go on about Andrew Luck. You know, a lot of people are already calling him the comeback player of the, of the year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But how do you not put Adrian Peterson in that conversation? I think he is in that conversation. I think he's in that conversation. Uh, I, I, I think it's it, it's a close vote. Uh, but Peterson has had some some down games too, but I think it's also had to do with some of the injuries around him as well. Uh, but you know, Luck has come back from like a ma- major injury, well, a two-year layoff. So uh, I'm not saying it's not close, but I'm going to lean towards Luck. I'll throw another. Just because I, I say he made a great comeback doesn't mean I'm not considering Adrian Peterson either. And I, I throw another. Okay, I, I, just, I, I throw I, another I'm name out there too, Jim. Is uh, yeah, go ahead. Everson Griffin. Because I think he struggled oh, so badly uh, in the middle of the year to see him come back in the same season. Like we were just talking about Josh Gordon and, and mental health issues. Um, I think the fact, I think what the Viking and and this is this. I was thinking about this during the Josh Gordon stuff too, guys. Because um, what was happening with Everson Griffin was dangerous. It was serious, and they managed to get him the help that he needed, and he got back on the field now. I, I don't know if he should be back on the field. I don't know if it's uh, safe for him uh, personally uh, to be back in the pressure cooker of the league. But I thought, you know, uh, when I think about guys coming back, I, I think it's pretty impressive that Everson Griffin was able to pull himself uh, through this and uh, get back on the year. field. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, I don't know, just a thought. But, I look. Yeah, uh, fair, fair uh, point. I'm, Unfortunately, a lot of people don't really take into account the defensive side of the ball. The, at least people listening to us. There's still so many who don't play IDP, don't really follow that side of the ball as closely. Yeah, and this is the, to your greater point. Like, why not consider Peterson? Because the QBs are the stars. They get all the votes. So that's why Luck is going to end up getting that award. We'll come back, finish up quarterbacks right after this. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Back on Fantasy Sports Radio Network. A little hootie. Gets going for week 16. 
So at if you're at One the of game, the best debut albums, debut albums I ever heard. Uh, yeah. What's the name of now he's a big country music star. or something. Was the name of that? Yeah, they, they actually they actually reunited and they're touring. There you go. Oh, Shaka. and the blue blowfish are to- yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah. I, I like Madison Square Garden. I'd like to check them out, but I don't want to sit through the bare naked ladies as an opening act. I've seen the bare naked. Yeah, ladies. they've, they've changed. I have too. They, they were much better before they lost that that one key uh, guy. Yeah, their lead singer I think was uh, removed yeah. from the band. So. Yeah, uh, he left a while ago, but yeah. they, before that, they were excellent live. Yeah, they were, they had a like a fun vibe to the concert. Yeah, just yeah, like, it, was, uh, it was a it was a comedy. Uh, that's right, comedy concert that's basically. Right. But they played some great music too. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, okay, so if if you're at the game or just got a gut feeling, no problem. You can bet from anywhere, anytime with the all new MyBookie mobile betting platform. So with the MyBookie mobile platform. You'll enjoy the safety and convenience of at-home betting when you're on the go. Try it out today, and you'll never miss another winning bet. Head on over to mybookie.ag and open an account with the promo code FNTSY, and mybookie will match your deposit up to $1,000. Yeah, that's right. 1000 bucks. That's mybookie.ag, promo code FNTSY. So, uh, so there you go. Uh, all right, we were talking about uh, QBs, and we'll get into the next 10 QBs in a moment, but I got a, couple, a little bit of trivia for you guys. Let me see what I can do here. Okay. I got a few trivias here. Well, Pat Mahomes has 45 touchdowns, so you should just know that very outside shot of getting there uh, up to Peyton's 55, but 55, breathing, yeah. breathing down the neck of 50. I guess if, if they were to win today, though... If they win today, they they are they, they're locked up for yeah, they're, twelve wins. Yeah. So that's it. So Pat yeah. Mahomes ain't gonna play next week, right? Wouldn't you think? Uh, I mean, they'll have yeah, a bye. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I I don't think he plays much next week. If you're in Week 17 championships, it's definitely a concern. Yeah. Uh, it is a concern, but if they lose their, you know, if they lose next tonight, you know, then they they're playing right, for something next week. Right. But uh, I, I didn't look at the times that them and the Chargers play next week, though. You know, that could almost be all those games are at one o'clock. They, they've done a pretty one good job in now, recent yeah. years to get everybody uh, playing at the same time, like an English. Premier- I don't like that though. Well, here's the thing: like I, I watch, I have watched in the past. I don't watch as much anymore because we're doing this English Premier League, and on the last day of the year. Um, the 38th game of the year, they all play at the exact same time so that you can't, you don't have these efforts which are like, oh, we're already eliminated, so we're just going to give up. Yeah. So um, I think the NFL has at least tried to do that on some level. I'd have to check next week's schedule, but a lot of the teams play at the same time that are in the same division or whatever. So anyway, Steelers are in trouble, by the way. That was a huge win for the Ravens last night. That is huge. Steelers might be out of it. So... Uh, so you got a tough assignment today. Anyway, to keep going with the QBs, I'm all over the map right now. But uh, to keep going with the QBs, uh, yeah, said it. Bill Rivers ended up, I mean, he got it last night. So he got 4,000 yards. That was his 10th season with 4,000 yards. And Tom Brady is going for his 10th season with 4,000 yards. Because he'll get it today. He needs like, he, he doesn't need many. He needs, he needs 21. Phil Rivers needed 49 last night so there's two quarterbacks that have more than 10 seasons with 4,000 passing yards can you name them Jim you go first Ooh, 10 seasons um one has 12 one has 14 
Man, I am drawing a blank. Uh, names of quarterbacks. Scott, feel free to guess. Yeah, please, because I'm drawing a complete blank here. Repeat the question, please, just Kurt to make Warner, sure I got maybe? it right. No. Quarterbacks with 4,000 passing yards. More than 10 seasons of 4,000 passing yards. One of them has 12, one of them has 14. And how many are there? There's only two. One has 12, one well, has 14. It's got to be Peyton Manning. That's right. He's got 14 seasons. That's the most ever. Drew Brees? There you go. Look at you, Jim. You just had to get in it. That's, I thought he was uh, going to struggle. Going. I didn't even get to, to breathe an in. <laughs> well, he was struggling. Oh, sorry. There, and then you, you weren't <laughs> listening to the questions, so he had an, a, he had an additional uh, opportunity there. So, uh, all right. I'll, I'll prep you guys better for trivia next time. That was pretty bad on my part. So, uh, i got to read one other thing <laughs> okay. here. Uh, if you want to be the next Daily Fantasy legend, try DailyRoto.com for free this holiday season. That's right. Free advice from fantasy pros. Free NBA DFS projections free optimizer access, and free everything else that you need to dominate daily fantasy basketball this holiday season. So stuff your stockings with cold, hard cash and get free access to Daily Roto with the promo code DRHOLIDAYS to access your free trial. That is DailyRoto.com, promo code DRHOLIDAYS with an S at the end. So, uh, okay, uh, keep going through QBs. We've got... Well, can, can I just put yes. one point in there? Sure. Uh, I'm going to say it again. I've been saying it all year, man. If, if you haven't tried Daily Roto, you have to. What a what a great set of tools over there. A lot of fun to play with, and it is educational out the wazoo. They yeah. give you so much great information. I love that site. Yeah. And look, you know what's interesting about it? And I don't want to sound like a salesman because I actually do this. Uh, a lot of times when I have a tough daily deci- a seasonal decision, I consult their projections, uh, you know, to help me make a decision, especially on defense. Yeah. And a lot of times the projections are really tight. They'll be within a point. So you can just use it to bounce something off of it. But um, like Scott said, you can use it as a, an additional tool to the other projections and things and rankings that you've read throughout the week. So you're getting it for free. So that's why you go to there and uh, DR Holidays. And, yes, they are part of the same company. And we do have these guys on on a regular basis. And I'll be talking to... Uh, one of them, I don't know which guys on this week in about 90 minutes or so on Lineup Lock Live, but um, it's it's a great site. It's just, it's just the best DFS site out there. So, uh, okay, back to quarterbacks. Uh, Deshaun Watson at number 11 at Philly. Jared Goff comes in at number 12. Goff has, like, the lowest quarterback rating in the league over the course of the last uh, three weeks, Scott. Um Going up against Arizona seems like a soft landing, but I think your ranking is indicative of how poorly he's been playing going up against a defense that doesn't scare anybody. Uh, and you have him as a QB1, but nonetheless behind a bunch of other guys, whereas a few weeks ago you might have had him in front, correct? Well, here's the thing. A lot of people will look at the record and the fact that the Cardinals don't play well and say, oh, yeah, i got to start Jock Goff, but it's not about the record. He did throw for 354 yards and a touchdown in the first meeting, but uh, you know, if, if Gurley is not there today, I think the passing game becomes easier to defend. And, you know, as Roto World has noted, a lot of teams recently uh, are, are you know, dropping back and playing into cover four and taking away the deep ball, and that's really hurt Goff. And, you know, the Cardinals are very adept at deploying that kind of cover four shell and that's, that's probably going to make problems for Goff. And they're third against opposing fantasy quarterbacks. So there might be a school of thought that if Gurley doesn't play today, they're going to throw the ball more. Well, I think it makes him even easier to defend. Uh, I think you're right. 
actually. Uh, they have a pretty condensed offense, and a lot of it runs through Todd Gurley. who had a big game statistically last week. I will say that on that front, Gurley is questionable to play. I'm going to do all the injury stuff at 9 o'clock. I'll do it in about 10 minutes. Usually we do it yeah, in the show. Yeah, I have a strong show. opinion about that situation. Yeah, so we'll do all of that right at the top of the hour uh, as we head into running backs. But I'll do the entire injury landscape because there's plenty of guys that are out, and we have some game time decisions, including the DeAndre Hopkins thing that Jim mentioned uh, earlier this hour. So uh, Phil Rivers at number 13, not a good game last night. Dak Prescott at number 14, Jim. He is the... Um, the top projection uh, from the Daily Roto guys only because the Bucks are so brutal defensively. Yeah, everybody's in love with Dak this week in this <laughs> matchup, and it it should come into play. But, uh, you know, Tampa Bay's defense has been playing better. Um, you know, once they made the coordinator change, they've played better against the past. On the season, they're 29th against opposing quarterbacks. Over the last five weeks, they've come down to 17th. So, you know, better is not great. And this is a game that, you know, Dak should have plenty of work. But there's also a possibility here where it just becomes a game where they want to keep Tampa Bay's offense off the field and run the ball at him because Tampa Bay's rushing defense is still horrible. Uh, they've been 28 on the season, 29th over the last five weeks. So still one of the worst teams in the league. Um, they've given up almost 2,000 total yards to running backs so far in the season. 21 touchdowns. Uh, this is a game that Zeke should just feast on and there's a possibility that he feast on it enough to where Dak doesn't have to throw as much. Yeah. Um, but it should be a good game for Dak, but that is a, a little bit of a concern in the back of my mind. The good news though, for that, though, is that <clears throat> finally, in 2018, it only took yeah. a few years, but they are actually linked now in the passing game <laughs> on some level. It's funny how people just sort of slap this, well, Zeke's not really much of a pass catcher label on him until they started throwing the ball. And guess what? He's a pretty good pass catcher. He's really good at football and very good at being a versatile I don't think he has a drop pass back. on the season. What's that? I don't, think, I don't think he has a drop pass on the season. There you go. So uh, Nick Bowles comes in at number 15, Aaron Rodgers at 16, uh, Kirk Cousins at 17. Rodgers is an interesting value on DFS. Uh, Cousins at 17, Tom Brady at 18. They struggled last time out against the Bills. Mariota was at 19. Oh, by the way, the one injury news is Cam Newton is not playing. You should know that. Taylor Heineke uh, will be in for Cam Newton. Uh, and Jameis Winston like at beer. 20. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Taylor Heineke <laughs> threw for 700 yards uh, in, a, in a college game, Scott. Really? Yeah. yeah but, you know, we're facing Atlanta today. It can happen again. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I honestly don't know much about Heineke, but it's kind of hard to trust that, a guy like that in Week 16. But here, here's a nice stat for you. Did you know that Pat Mahomes has only two fewer touchdown passes than Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady combined? Wow. It's been amazing. He's been amazing. Yeah, but I can't, I can't see Brady today, right? Uh, okay, Baker Mayfield. Uh, Are you making fun of the fantasy fans, Scott? That's not nice. <laughs> what, the ones last night who said, boy, that Titans touchdown really broke the back of some fantasy owners, like, in the first game of the week? <laughs> that was that was a, nearly a gambler's delight, though, because uh, I, I don't know what people had it at. It, it went off at 10, I think. But that made it pretty interesting there, the 25-16 to 16 final. And I think it might have pushed it over. Is that right? 
25-16, pushed it to 41. I think that might have pushed it over that last play of the that game. That was over, yeah. Big six. Yeah. So yep. uh, a gambler's delight or a crushing blow to those that had the under. The under looked like the safe bet most of the way through that game because nobody could generate any real offense, but uh, that was a big pick six. Two picks by Josh Johnson in the last couple of minutes. So, uh, all right, here's your trivia question. Since we're not really going to get to running backs. Uh, Cleveland quarterback Baker Mayfield, selected first overall by the Browns in this draft, leads all rookies with 21 touchdown passes. With three touchdown passes on Sunday against Cincinnati, he would surpass Andrew Luck for the mo- second most touchdown passes by a rookie quarterback that was selected number one overall in the common draft era. Here's my question to you, though, the trivia question. For quarterbacks that were selected number one overall, who has the record for most touchdown passes in a season as a rookie? <laughs> Ooh, um, as a rookie. Cam Newton? No, he's 21. Baker's tied with him right Peyton now. Pretty Man- good guess, Peyton though. Manning, was he? There you go. There you go. Yeah. 1998, 26 touchdown passes. I think he also had, like, 28 interceptions. But uh, nonetheless, Peyton uh, has the record, 26 touchdown passes. Luck is second with 23. Janus with 22 back in 2015. And Baker with a chance to really pass all of them, frankly. Um, I could see him getting six more touchdown passes this season. I think it's a possibility. Uh, so there you go. Um, a couple of the other guys here. I don't know if you had any comments on that that second ten that I had there, but uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is like the only guy I see there with that, that has some real DFS value. That's in that uh, outside of the top fifteen. Yeah, I can't argue with you there. I mean, we're, we're talking some big game, big names that just haven't had too many big games and can't really trust Rodgers, Cousins, Brady. I mean, very hard to have any faith in them in, you know, week 16 at this point. Um, I, I am a little surprised that, you know, actually that you have uh, Derek Carr as low as you do. With You know, he's been – look, I'm not a big Carr guy, but he's been playing much better of late. Denver hasn't been. Um, he, he had a decent game against Denver last time when he wasn't playing good football. Now, all of a sudden, it seems like, you know, since they finally realized that they have nothing to play for, all of a sudden they're playing better football. I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I see a lot of these names above him, like Nick Foles. Um, it, I, I know Houston has given up multiple touchdowns. I, I get all the points, but Foles looked like heck last week, and this offense hasn't looked good all year. I just don't get it. Uh, well, you know, the Broncos... They are they are twelfth against opposing fantasy quarterbacks, so you know I, I did take that into account. You know it's not like they're terrible; they're they're actually playing a little bit better recently. And uh, you know I like Nick Foles' matchup a little bit better. But you know what though, I, I don't even want to use either one of them. So, <laughs> well, 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 just to that point, actually, it, it's not quite as easy to say. I, I don't know where you got twelfth. I'll tell you what I have. I have them in p- fantasy points allowed to opposing quarterbacks as sixteenth on the year. But over the last five weeks, they've actually been 25th. And we're not talking, you know, the greatest offenses in the world. Uh, you know, Chargers in Pittsburgh, but then Cincinnati, San Francisco, and Cleveland. And they've moved down to 25th in that time frame. So, um, you know, it, it, Oakland in home, I think, is a better matchup 
to me, uh, the way they're playing than Foles is. That's all. I, I know a lot of people on Foles, and the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I'm having a big Twitter discussion with a few people that all recommended Foles over Carr, and I just I can't see it. <laughs> I can't well, see it. I can't uh, wrap my head about it. Right, on ESPN, they're 12th against opposing quarterbacks, uh, so you may be using a different platform. But two of the last three games, they've been pretty good. Uh, you know, against Cincinnati, but, you know, it is Cincinnati, so you almost throw it out, 236-1. and one. But last week against Baker Mayfield, they only held, held them to 188 passing yards. So, you know, that's something that's something I got to take into account. Yeah, but that was at home. This is on the road. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying I, mm-hmm. I I like Carr a little more, and I, I'm just not seeing the full no. love. Do you think the life. Broncos are going to fold up Jock now? Do you, Scott, do you think the Broncos, with the, all these rumors swirling around Vance Joseph, it seems like it's a done deal. Do you think that team is, is done? I mean, they're eliminated from the playoffs, basically. So um, do you think they're going to fold up shop? Maybe that gives Carr a, a little bit of a second wind here in this game? I don't know if I always believe when people say that a team folds up shop. I don't think an entire team hard to predict. folds up shop. Yeah. But, you know, guys are playing for jobs, whether it's internally or externally. And, uh, you know, we've seen teams like the 49ers last week, the Raiders three weeks ago when they beat the Steelers. You know, a lot of people, like, left those teams for dead, and they still show up and play. So I don't know if I believe in that necessarily, you know, across the whole franchise. Well, we'll reset at the top of the hour. Do running backs for you. Get your injury-related news after the break. It's hour number two coming up on FST Game Day Edition. Week 16, Championship Week. Good luck.